You're listening to Ignite, a podcast by students and teachers for students and teachers at Knox STEM Academy. I'm your host, Leslie Hicks, media specialist here at Knox STEM Academy, and thanks for joining us as you listen to Ignite. I'm sitting here with Emma, who is a fourth grader, and she is going to tell us about a project that fourth grade worked on in Miss Edson's STEM lab. Emma, tell me about it. So we researched our state and then researched an endangered species of animal or plant and put it together in a video with all our research and we had to learn about its life cycle and it, what it eats and then we had to put it into a video, film ourselves, and then add in a picture of it in a green screen for our final product. Okay, so when you said we researched our state, do you mean Georgia? Uh, we got to choose a state that we wanted to and then pick our animal, and my state was Virginia. Okay, and what was your animal? The bog turtle. Okay, and so tell us a little bit about the bog turtle. The bog turtle is a small turtle, and a lot of people think, oh, well, it's just a little small turtle. It must be really weak. I could just pick it up and hold it. Well, the bog turtle is a very, very strong turtle for its size, and it um, has a shell that camouflages itself so it hides from predators. And the bog turtle normally eats a lot of things as including um, berries, worms, snakes, and many more things. And it's normally only hunted by dogs, skunks, raccoons, and foxes, not hunted by very, very many things. Oh my goodness, so it sounds like you found out a lot of information in your research. Now tell me a little bit more. You said you used the green screen. Um, explain what that really is for some listeners who might not know. A green screen is a like a green screen where you film like videos or take pictures in front of it and then you can take videos or I mean pictures and put them in front of it and then you have like a background of your choice. Oh, okay. So now where did you do this at? I uh, researched in the STEM lab and then filmed on my, with my green screen in the media center. Okay, and did you um, work on this by yourself or with a partner? I worked on it by myself. Okay, all right. Um, Now, when you filmed it, so you go into the media center and you film in front of, um, it's really like a green piece of fabric. Yes. And you film in there. Then what did you have to do? You said you can put pictures and choose a background of your choice. How did you do that? Uh, I went to Google and looked up bog turtle images and picked one and I uploaded it to iMovie which was where I was filming in and I added it into my as my green screen when I was done. Oh okay so the bog turtle was like your background. Yes. For you to share all of the information. All right and then what did you do with your um, final video product? Uh, When I was done I watched it and made sure that the green screen actually worked Mm -hmm. and then I sent it to Miss Edson and um, I think she was going to send it to you to share on the morning news. Oh yes, she did mention something about wanting to compile some of those videos for us to show school-wide. So you kind of looked back, you saw if you need to make any improvements, 
Mm -hmm. You did that and then you send it on and it will air um, at some point. I think once she makes the compilation of all the ones that she wants um, to be broadcasted out, it will be viewed by all of our Knox Nights here. So Emma, did you enjoy this process and this project? I did. I know, it's really neat. A lot of neat components. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Make sure to follow Joseph Knox Elementary School on Facebook or at Knox ES Nights on Twitter. I'm sitting here with Jillian and Nancy, more fourth graders who are going to share about their experience with Miss Edson in the STEM lab and their project. So girls, tell me about your experience with it. So when we were so first Miss Edson told us to pick a state and research like keystone species that lived in that state. Mm -hmm. Now what is a keystone species? It's like a specific animal, a special animal in um, that state. Oh, okay. So an animal that can only be found in that state. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So y'all have to do that. Um. Then she told us to do research about um, animals that eat them and what they ate and like what would happen if the gopher tortoise was taking out of take taken out of their food chain. Mm -hmm. Oh, so like, your animal was the gopher tortoise? Yes. And what state was it in? Florida. Okay. All right. So it was also really about the food chain, like their role in yes. the food chain. Okay. Um. So we did that and then she told us to, like, she told us to start writing our script and, like, what we were going to say for, write, like, for the movie. Uh-huh. And then after that, um, once we wrote the script, we started practicing and we took turns on choosing photos and um, practicing the scripts in our parts. Okay, so you did your research first. And y'all just got to choose the state, or did Miss Edson tell you? Um, we got to choose. We got to choose. We got okay. So you got to pick it. So y'all decided to work together on Florida. You found out about the tortoise, and um, so y'all did all your research. Then you had to start making your movie, okay? And because y'all were working together, it had to be a little more scripted out. Like who's going to say what, who's going to do what. But um, I like how when one of you would be working on the script, the other one would be finding the pictures. So I like how you kind of divided in conquered that's pretty good so the thing about the pictures so um when we were done with that we decided which one we wanted in the background mm -hmm. and, like which one we want like the best and then we told her that we were done practicing and choosing our photos and she told us we can come in the media center and record it mm -hmm. so we also had other kids come with us when because they were also done mm -hmm. so we helped them record and we and they recorded us. Okay. So I like how y'all collaborated with each other on the research and the actual product of the video, but then how that expanded to helping other groups and then helping you um, to actually make that, to create that product, right? Okay, so tell me um, what uh, program did you use to make the video? Um, we used iMovie. Okay, and tell me a little bit about that. So um, while we were doing it, um, we ran into a problem because like it wouldn't work, but then Miss Edson watched the video 
um, and she figured it out. And then after that, we put some words on it and we were done. Okay, and sometimes that happens, right? We know that when we're making something, we can, you know, run into some obstacles, but we problem solve. We, um, you know, are flexible. We find new solutions to those problems, right? And we keep going. Now, once you um, had it all done, I know you said that you had like your pictures. Trying to put your pictures in on the green screen, was that an easy part in the video process? Or did y'all like that part? Was it kind of challenging? How was that? That part was probably the most challenging uh -huh. out of all of it um, because like we were having technical difficulties and it wouldn't work because mm -hmm. we would drag it to where it was supposed to go and where we wanted it to go and it would go somewhere complete opposite of that. Oh my gosh. And so were y'all like getting frustrated with that? A little bit. And then yeah. we finally figured it out. Yes. Yeah. And then how'd y'all feel when y'all figured it out? We felt really relieved. Probably relieved. Probably awesome. Like, whew, we didn't do all that work for nothing. All right. So after you made your video, then what did you do with it? We turned it into Miss Edson and we were done. Okay. So then you turned that in. And um, I know that Miss Edson has talked with me about um, she's going to compile some of the videos like from all of the fourth grade classes. Um, and later on in the year, we're going to show them on the morning news. So your video might be one of them. Now tell me about the animal that y'all chose. We chose the gopher tortoise and um, yeah. Okay. So tell me about that. So about the the gopher tortoise is that okay i just wanted to make sure i was saying the right name okay tell me about it so it's like um an animal that lives in florida mm -hmm. and it lives in florida's forest and um okay and so you had to look at its food cycle right okay so kind of like what hunts it? What does it hunt? Is it a hunter? What did you find out about it? So we figured out that the gopher tortoise usually eats um, plants, grass and plants, and um, mammals eat the gopher tortoise. Like the red fox, Ooh, um, okay. raccoons, snakes. Oh my snakes. gosh. Okay. So now I think um, you were kind of mentioning that you had to look at if it was taken out of that food um, cycle, like the food chain. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I think I'm combining life cycle and food chain together. Um, if it was taken out of that food chain, y'all saw like what could maybe happen. Yeah, so um, for the plants, we said that like maybe more and more of those plants would just start growing and growing and mm -hmm. there would be like a big population of that. Like an overabundance yeah. of that type of thing. Um, and we said for the animals up there, might, like the red fox, or they start might dying out because like if that was their main food source, then what else do they have to eat? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so seeing how it is all like interconnected and how they each play an important part and an important role. Well, it sounds like y'all learned a lot from this project. Did y'all enjoy it? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, thanks for sharing, girls. I'm sitting here with three of our third graders, Mace, Kelsey, and Walker, and they are going to share with us what they have been doing in Miss Edson's STEM lab because what they have been working on 
the final product is on display in our media center right now. So why don't y'all tell us about what this project is? So this project is like a cave, like like we took some plasters and a balloon and like put some sticky stuff on it and waited for it to dry, then pop the balloon that was inside it, then paint it like with fancy sponges. Mm-hmm. And then... So you made like a, a plaster um, model yes. of a cave. Yes. All right, now did everybody do the same cave? No. No, we did different caves. Yeah, like she assigned us the cave. Okay, so Miss Edson had a list of caves. Now where are these caves located at? Um, all of Georgia. Okay, so caves all around Georgia. All right, now did y'all all have the same cave? No. 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 Okay, so Walker, <laughs> tell me about your cave. So my cave was named Howard's Waterfall Cave, and it used to be known for a coal mine, and it's known for, like, how many bats it has a year. Oh, how many bats does it have a year? Four, you know? four, well, no, 4,000 a month or a year. I forgot. Oh, my goodness, that's a lot of but, bats. Um, yeah, it, it's also um, not uh, not like public. Open to the public. Open, open to the public. Yeah. yeah. Like people can't go in there. Well, I, I guess yeah. not with all those bats. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so, and you said um, Howard's waterfall mm-hmm. cave. So there's a waterfall inside the cave. Yeah. And it's um, a wet cave. Okay. Because of the waterfall. Mm-hmm. All right. Kelsey, what cave did you research? My cave is the Ellison's Cave, and it is the 12th the deepest cave in America. And it is also 1,063 miles deep. Oh, my gosh. Now, is it open to the public? No. Okay. Now, is it a wet cave or a dry cave? It's a it's a wet cave. All right. And did you learn about, Walker just shared that there are a ton of bats, thousands of bats in the cave he researched. Are there any animals in the cave mm, you researched? We have, like, the, we have the tricolored bat and the gray bat and the Georgia blind salamander. Oh, Okay. All right. Anything else about your cave, Kelsey? No. All right. Mace, what cave did you research? I researched the, um, why did I just forget this? Oh, the name of your cave. Oh. Uh, yeah. What, do you remember where your cave is? Uh, it's in. Maybe we'll talk, we'll keep talking about some other stuff and it might come back okay. to you. Okay. Fox Mountain Preserve. Oh, it's in go. the Fox Mountain Preserve. It is. Oh, it's called Cemetery Pit. It has a 153 entrance drop off, and it is a dry cave. It is not open to the public, and that's it. Okay. Wow. So three different caves that we learned about. We learned about some species that are living in these caves. So let me make sure that I'm understanding. Miss Edson said that we were going to do a cave project. You started by making a um, plaster model of the cave because we know that um, plaster does what? Because y'all were kind of telling me. So how's that? It hardens after like 10 minutes, five minutes. Yeah. So it was kind of like wet and you had, um, how did you do it? So it was like a wet solution and then we dipped a piece <coughs> of fabric fabric into the um into the plaster yeah, into the into wet the plaster. plaster yeah and then covered a balloon with it okay so strips of um fabric dipped in there and then it hardened yeah so while you're waiting on that process because that's a little yeah. bit of a process in itself while you're waiting on that then you started researching yeah. your yeah. caves okay 
Then Kelsey told us that then you popped the balloon and now you have this mold and um, that you painted the cave. Yeah. So now you have the mold of your cave. You've done your research. What did you do next? Was that it? No, then we made like, and then Miss Edson gave us little bits of clay to make really cute animals, like like, like some animals that are going extinct, like the Georgia blind, the Georgia blind salamander, and a worm that that feeds on bat dung. Okay. In the tricolored bat, uh-huh. and the nesicus. What's a nesicus? A nesicus is a type of spider. Oh, okay. And Kelsey, I know that you were saying in your cave that you researched some of those. Um, species were there. So you got to make those like out of clay and you said they're going extinct? Yes. Oh my goodness. All right. So you made those animals out of clay, you put them in the cave and then, um, so we're talking about those animals in their habitat and we're talking about them going extinct. Was there something else about this project uh, that y'all kind of looked at more of that? We had to figure out what cave restoration is. Oh, and what is cave restoration? Like since some of the animals are about to go extinct, we have to like make save the, the save life. the caves by restoring the cave. Yeah, like yeah. we can't yeah. let people out onto because then they'll bring food in and then just throw it in the cave. Then bats will eat it and then they might die. So. Okay, so part of a big part of the cave restoration is kind of closing it to the public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that way people aren't bringing outside food in that may be the bats eat, and then we know that that's not good for them um or also all that like foot traffic of people coming in and out and kind of messing with the habitat or how loud people might be like when in the howard's waterfall cave they they don't want people going in because of how many bats right and all of those bats well and we know that bats um are (laughs) kind of animals when do they sleep Uh, they're they're not going to right they sleep during the day and they're nocturnal so if people are coming to visit a cave during the day how do you think that would affect the bats? It would wake them up. Yeah, it would disrupt their sleep. Yeah. yeah. It, it would disrupt them. So um, it sounds like y'all learned a lot. Now, anything else that you want to share with our listeners about this project? Because I will tell y'all that these caves look pretty amazing. So um, if families are able to come into the media center and see them, they're on display. If not, there are pictures of them on our social media. Kelsey, you said you had something else that you wanted to talk yes, about. Yes, it's because that 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 worm will go extinct because if the bats go extinct the worm won't have any like dung to feed on so it'll go extinct right they're all connected so it's all like a cycle and so with the cave restoration we're not just trying to save one type of animal because they all kind of connect together um, and live in this habitat and coexist in there Mm -hmm. and they depend on each other right yeah. So it sounds like y'all learned a lot of great things, and um, it's really neat that these were all caves right here in our state of Georgia. And now y'all know more about that. Thanks for sharing, guys. I am with two of our fifth grade AIM students, Savannah and Victoria, and they are going to share with us how they have been developing in AIM class STEM station activities for the rest of our Knox Nights to enjoy. So girls, tell us about, um, I know you're currently working on one for the winter time, Mm -hmm. but tell us about the one that you had just developed for um, the fall. When we did autumn, it was really a challenge because we weren't thinking about the holidays and Halloween and Thanksgiving. We really had to be thinking about autumn itself 
with the pumpkins and the leaves. And that was kind of hard because everybody else, or not everybody else, it was more like, um, like when you think of like October and like all that, you more think like Thanksgiving and the food and the family. Yeah. Well, like you said, like Halloween. So like some groups did have those holidays. Yes. For them to um, create activities with, but yours was autumn. So you're saying it was a little trickier for you to think of yeah, yeah. how to get started. Yeah. And then the how we kind of like got on our more autumn track is we are looking for like books and we are looking on Destiny to Discover for more like books that we can maybe get ideas from and give ideas to the, um, uh, the kids and so we found this book leaf man and we thought it was really cool and it kind of like showed like where the leaf goes how it falls off and we kind of wanted to base off of that mm -hmm. so with our stem projects we gave them like kind of how the leaf fell off and then we'd use that for the rest of everything yeah so that book leaf man was kind of like the springboard that's what like got y'all thinking about it yeah. and got y'all on the track of autumn leaves yeah. now what grade levels were you developing this um, activity for K through two. Okay, so not only did you have to think about autumn, like how you said Savannah, like more of the pumpkins, and Victoria, you said like the leaves, and you kind of get on that. But then you also had to think of how to design something for five, six, seven, eight year olds, which are you know, and yeah. their knowledge of things are very different than yours as a fifth grader. Which was hard because we had to, like throw ourselves back to when we were in that age, and we had to only add and subtract and we couldn't multiply yet right yes like you obviously couldn't give them a multiplication problem or yeah. fractions or something like that because yeah. they're not there yet and yeah. one thing that was hard is we not only had to think about like the project itself but also the instructions and how they're going to understand that and how they're going to like process it and how they would think of it and how it would be like fun for them which was kind of hard because that was a really long time ago yeah but we were definitely able to put it together and um we were really happy with our end result yes so okay you found the book leaf man <laughs> And then tell me more about like what the specific activities were. And again, with you making a STEM activity, obviously it's science, technology, engineering, math. So tell me how y'all incorporated those things. So for math, we really showed them that like when you pick leaves off trees, mm -hmm. there's different colors. So you have to sort the colors and then count how many colors were eight, were how many were in each color. And we also wanted to show them how those leaves even get there in the first place. So um, for science, we gave them this tree um, and it had leaves glued onto it. And we told them to pick up the tree and if they fall or not. And this, we told them it was a summer tree. So when they pick it up and the leaves, if they don't fall, you know, it, mm -hmm. what would, or since they don't fall, what would maybe happen if this was an autumn tree? Would the leaves fall? All that. Yeah. Um, like you have the two different types. So you yeah. have the one, like you said, where you glued like the green leaves on mm -hmm. and that was the summer tree and they weren't moving. Then you had your other one where the leaves were more of the browns, the reds, the oranges, the mm -hmm. yellows. And um, how did y'all connect those? So tell our listeners how you connected them. So it was really cute. like we had to glue the leaves on the tree uh -huh. and like show them like when it, what happens and like how, like if, it falls off the tree, you can sort the leaves, mm -hmm. and then you can count the leaves, and then rake the leaves up and put them back on the tree. Yeah, but I like on your fall when you used, what was it, like fishing line? Yeah, we used yeah. fishing line. Fishing line to like make it look like they had fallen mm -hmm. off. Um, and I do just want to tell our listeners that you girls came, in the media center we have a die cut machine, which is kind of like the original cricket or silhouette. <laughs> and y'all used those little die cuts, and you came and you cut out, I don't know how many leaves. So y'all came and you um, pressed all that out and you did that and um, you got it ready for those kids. So yeah. Savannah, you were saying 
they had to sort the colors, so they had a sorting activity. Yeah. And also colors, because in kindergarten, you know, they're learning about their colors and everything. Then they had to count them. Yes. And then they had to add up the total. So how many red leaves do you have? How many brown leaves? How many yellow? How many orange? And so then they had to add those up. Yeah. And I will say, having seen them do this activity, they used lots of different math skills. So I could really tell like what they've been learning in math because they use lots of different skills and techniques and um, little tricks to do that. So some of them would be maybe um, counting by twos. Some of them would be, um, you know, kind of grouping them by tens. Some of them would maybe in their mind grab a number and then count with their fingers up past that. So it's like I could see the different techniques, math techniques that they're using in class and that carried over to y'all's project. Yes. So after they had the total number of leaves, what did they have to do? They had to um, they had to build a rake, and we gave them little limited supplies to really challenge them. And we also wanted them to kind of do like the engineering design process and kind of make the rake over. And then after they sorted all the leaves and counted them up, we would have them rake them up mm -hmm. um, in one little pile. And that would kind of help them just like learn like, you know, different things. Yeah, and to test out their model mm -hmm. of a rake that they made. Now, what materials did you give them to make their rake? We <laughs> we gave them um, skewers. Um, and I think, in fact, instead of like a skewer, I think y'all actually brought in, it was like the thing maybe you would make a cake pop. Uh, we yeah, on. like pops like, or it's like a sucker stick. Yeah. 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 And then mm -hmm. um, toothpicks, uh -huh. foam balls, and only one piece of tape. Yes, they could only use one piece mm -hmm. of tape to do it. So, Victoria, I like how you said you really wanted them to almost go through the engineering design process of, I have this amount of materials, or I can only use one piece of tape. How am I going to do this? They make the model. They test the model by raking up the leaves, and then they could improve um, if they wanted to. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, I will tell you that um, that one piece of tape, for some of them, that threw in a challenge. So, it was kindergarten, first grade, second grade that did it. So, getting to see the different levels um, but for some of them, that one piece of tape was really like, and they had to kind of like work with that a little bit. So um, it was really neat how y'all made it challenging mm -hmm. for them also to get them to think in a different way. Just how you said you had to think in a different way to even design this activity. They had to think in a different way to design their rank. Mm -hmm. So great job, girls. Anything else you'd like to share about your project? Um, and we have one last thing that we did. We've talked about the rest, but we haven't really talked about technology. Oh, yeah. And so for technology, after, well, we also have, we did the trees, like comparing the autumn and fall trees. And we also wanted to compare the leaves because it's not only the trees. So we, um, we cut out a bunch of green leaves and we glued them together to make like a thick kind of leaf yeah. that would more feel like a summer leaf kind of. And then we just put like one piece of paper that would be um, brown and that would represent a fall leaf. We'd have them feel and like compare the differences between them yeah. and just like see the difference between a fall leaf and an autumn leaf. Yes, yeah, and how like once it's starting to kind of dry out and um, it has like died off the tree, like mm -hmm. how it feels different too. Mm -hmm. um, now girls, y'all are working on a winter one. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I know you just started on it. Yes, yeah. But any kind of preview for what so are y'all doing kindergarten first and second again yes, yes. okay um, so, so it's not really winter but more valentine's because valentine's oh, is still okay, in valentine's winter yes but yeah we decided to go with valentine's because we thought it was unique and not a lot of people would do it yeah mm -hmm. okay so and i know that um right before we started recording this y'all were kind of out there working on that one yes right. and this time we're instead of like for autumn we kind of focus on like 
just like overall mm-hmm. what happens. But this time we're kind of focusing on, let's say it's Valentine's Day, all this is happening. Like for one, we're doing like where they have to hang up like kind of like a banner, oh, like for yeah. like a party or whatever. Mm-hmm. You have to like count and all this. And that's kind of like our idea. And we're very excited to see yes. how they like and it. And I know that y'all are in the engineering design process of like coming up with the plan, formulating that. So I know you're still in the planning phase of all that. Well, I can't wait to see what you girls do. Thank y'all so much. You're welcome. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Ignite. Thank you for listening.